This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello there, welcome to the Rainy Thursday Warren and Julia show here on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Thank you for joining us this afternoon. Appreciate the company, and uh, I think you two have something exciting to tell us about. Are we doing that? Your microphone isn't on, Lori. Hey, uh, Donnie, <laughs> the sun was shining in the Excel Energy Center last night yeah. with um, Michelle Obama. It was amazing, amazing, amazing night. Just, I kind of was like just stunned at how much I liked her. I've never seen a first lady well, I've, before. I've I've seen Bill Clinton speak. You and I saw him at the Starkey Lab. I've never seen no, anybody. You saw. You were oh, with I me. Was. You were. No, Julia. that was the year that you bid on the Playboy Mansion. Oh, okay. I wasn't you with okay, you. Okay, you're right. You got you invited were, to yeah. a special table. That's right. I well, was not there. So I mean, That's I right. was really just blown away at just like how down to earth she was i haven't read becoming my mom has you know just said you if you like her you'll like her even more after her book i i felt like i hadn't read the book right. and i liked her even more after seeing her and i want to read the book but she had just like this real like i felt like we were all friends with her in our minds oh 100 <laughs> percent, and it was sold out at excel and i don't you know and it was just it was mostly women I'd say yeah. 99% women. Yeah, yeah. I did oh, see really? some men. Yeah, I did. There were some men, mm-hmm. but it was women of all different ages. And the set was just real simple. Like a, and like a fancy living room. It, it was like a I sitting room. I loved what she was wearing. And Lori's dying to I, know what it was, if anyone knows. I, I think it's a Balenciaga top. And then I want to say um, her wide legged. High waisted black pants, which were, are so in vogue right now. Yeah, they could either be like J. Crew or some other designer. And then I thought Michelle Norris, you know, the modern. I just, I thought it was just wonderful. And it, we're going to talk with uh, someone who was there last night at four thirty today. But it was really a special night. And in her down to earth sensibilities about yeah. raising children in the midst of living in the White House for eight years, and her. Her love for children, I just felt it. And I thought it was the, that was the most honest thing I've ever heard a public figure say about having children. You think you're having this hot, great relationship, and then you throw the children in the mix, and everything goes out the window. We had to get counseling. We had to go to marriage counseling. Mm-hmm. I've never heard anyone say yeah, I remember her that, saying that before, honesty mm-hmm. about, you know. Because everyone has their own ideas in raising their kids, and this isn't something you usually talk about before marriage. And even if you talked about it, could you be prepared? No. I, I would argue not. And she also said, I don't care what anyone says, it's not 50-50 with kids. Yeah, yeah, no, and I. You know, I, she was just, mm. I, I just, I loved it. And one of her big missions, which I thought was interesting is she, you know, kind of has this rock star status. Um, and she said why it was really important to me when I was writing, becoming and telling my story was that 
all of these younger people think Barack and I have this amazing marriage. We mm-hmm. had all these amazing things happen to us. And it, that's not true. Yeah. You know, we've gone we through, we worked our butts off, off. Yeah. and, um, and she just thinks mm-hmm. it was so important to share it with young couples that it isn't, it isn't just a cakewalk. Mm-hmm. You have to work hard. It, it, and sometimes it, you know, you want to make it work yeah. and just her struggles and, Oh, and she was so deliciously funny talking about her daughters when they're in school. And and if dad wanted to come or mom wanted to come to school oh, to, yeah, to watch a play or yeah. watch a game or something. And it, they're like, please don't come. It's too embarrassing because, you know, the motorcade for just her is each daughter is three armored cars. Yeah, each well, daughter had their own yeah. secret it service. It was. That's, that was fascinating. It I'm was. Sure all of, you know, my mom said all of this in, is in the book and if, with even more detail. And this one lady, um, I can't remember where I read it, if it was one of the stories in the paper, the two papers about this, but her, uh, a book club where they had people like women who were conservatives or Republican, you know, that didn't really have much feeling one way or another about Michelle Obama. Mm-hmm. But after reading her book, liked her so much, yeah. you know, and they were they, they'd never really had any sense because she just like she's feel, real. Yeah. You just feel and like she cares and she's got the right stuff that and, she cares about. It feels like and to me. funny. Oh, she was hysterical and and how yeah. talking about how oh who's this Barack Obama guy because yeah. she was going to be his mentor she was yeah. his mentor and she had to call him yeah. she's like who cares everyone around the office is saying he's oh, hot he's, he's hot, hot. Yeah. and then he's late his first day of work and she's like what is going on with you we're black you can't be late the first right, day at right, work right. what are you doing That's good. and oh. she was it, it was good it was just all around it was a hot it was made it, it was just. It was, it was a highlight. It, it, yeah, I feel real lucky that Mary here is listening to the book and Michelle Obama on Audible. She coming. Yeah, she, she narrated. She narr- She reads the book too. That would be amazing. See, I think that would be amazing. And that's a very smart thing to do. Mm-hmm. You know, because then you really feel like you're friends in your head, having oh. to read her story to oh. you. You know. It was really cool. You wouldn't want to hear her story in somebody else's No, you wouldn't, but not all memoirs are ever going to be read by the person. And some people said they tried to do their own memoir and they weren't allowed to. I mean, I've heard that before, too. Well, Keith Richards. I know. (laughs) Can you imagine that? Right. I know. Um, When I went driving home, you know, and we were a little, we thought we were late, but she didn't come out till 8.45, so we were right on time. Mm But um, driving home last night, you know, it was like, Foggy oh. and raining, and I get it, pull in the garage, and Casey and the neighbor are out in the backyard D- doing what? They're um, pushing with big push brooms the water out into the alley, and they're both well. Casey's in his fire boots and a V-neck white T-shirt, and the neighbor's in just a T-shirt too because they're hot. Oh, it was hot out last night. It was was warm and they just kept pushing because they're trying to push the water because it's It's, seeping into people's basements. Oh, my gosh. It's just a nightmare for people, um, you know, bailing out their window wells or, you know, just there's water coming in. And I was just like, if that isn't a hot sight to see, to pull in and see. I mean, I was like, really like, 
You know, I, you're, I love, you are too much, Laurie. Petulia, it's such a It's brother I'm talking about. Well, Doesn't it get you excited? I'm <laughs> no. so hot for him. But I added Petulia. the other guy, the other guy, and he's got big, strong arms. And People stuff, and are freaking pushing. out about the flooding now and the, and the pothole slaloming that you have to do to drive down a road. Uh, by the way, I the had to mouth- drive to Invergrove Heights this morning and the pea soup was so thick it became dangerous. I really did need a mouth guard and a helmet because in the fog you couldn't see the yawning potholes, which uh, they're happening every night overnight. They're huge. Yeah. They're- I'm wondering how we're going to deal with this round of them. Uh, it's unbelievable. The city people, they can't keep up. There isn't enough asphalt right now <laughs> in Minnesota. I'm worried. They're, they're every road... You can't even drive all of it defensively because you might hit somebody. The nicest spot is on a freeway right now. Here's the craziest thing huh. I saw this morning on Fairview Kay. Avenue. In St. At, Paul. At like 9.15. Okay. I notice I can hardly see the cars coming towards me. Uh-huh. And then I see, I'm like, is this an apparition coming out of the fog? Is this a man jogging without a shirt on and just black shorts? Stop. Not only was he jogging without a shirt on and black shorts in the road with the... How dangerous. Going with really? traffic, right? going with traffic. But Julia, I'm going to bet that this guy might have been, you know, 78, 79, <laughs> 80. <laughs> With loose skin, oh, flapping a little tiny bit. You know how Did you're, he have on any? You know how you're, you're yes. skinny, but yeah. kind of have flabs. Yeah, skinny, skinny flabs. Well, that's called aging. I know <laughs> you guy. can't help it. I mean, your skin just folds and yep. lays down. It gives up. <laughs> And certain after so many years of propping it up with fat right. and other things, right? And skin tightening pressure. I mean, he's running. I can't believe it, but I'm just like that is without a doubt the goofiest thing I'm going to see today. Probably, yeah, For sure. Yeah, was he slow? But he, he was, was keeping in the up middle a, of the road, keeping up? keeping up a nice pace. You know, driving in, jogging in the bike lane because the snow is now <laughs> melted. We can see the bike lanes again. <laughs> But then he didn't have shirt on, and you know he's he's you know an old white guy, so he's kind of blending in with the yeah. fog. Well, that I'm just saying that's pretty dangerous. <laughs> yeah, it I, is. Because I, I yeah. could not. I see decided then and there he's widowed. <laughs> so he doesn't mind if he goes quick. Well, so someone I don't know. would have never let him out of the house like that. Exactly. You're not what? running outside with a shirt off at your age. Oh, where's your fluorescent stripe? Yeah. You know, on your shirt. That's what a that's what you or, would be worried about what the other people see. Maybe he thought his skin was fluorescent naturally. <laughs> no, Donnie, no, Donnie. <laughs> no. And then, you know, we all slowed down. Yeah, well, sure. You know, it was like the looky loo for a crash. <laughs> Ooh, look at that oh, guy. Yeah. <laughs> all right, listen, when we come back, it is our story we can't get enough of. Julia and then I would say Donnie have been officially obsessed with this story for well over a year. Thanks for hanging out with us on this Wednesday. Donnie's here, Julia's here, I'm here, Yay! and all the gossip is here. And uh, oh. uh, about a month ago, it was because it, it was the day after the Parkland yes. shooting, and uh, Justin Thoreau and Jennifer Aniston announced their breakup, and um, we knew it was a matter of time before the other person that was in the picture. Really came, came out. out in we the didn't picture. know it was because know. they'd just grown apart. 
East no, Coast, they didn't West even, Coast. They didn't even say that. They said they were getting ahead of the gossip, gossip tabloid yeah. and that they remain the best of friends yeah. and are committed with love because oh, yeah. that's what you do when you break up. Yes, you do. You, you're so in love that you break up. It just makes total <laughs> sense. So, it, Lori, I get it. I totally get it. So last week while you were gone, yes, Star Jim. Magazine picked up the gossip thread about Justin Theroux and um, this Petra Collins, this 25-year-old photographer and rising star on the New York's art scene. Okay. And Jennifer Aniston found out about Petra. That's why they broke up. All right. Okay, so, and they've been carrying on for some time. He tried to just tell her that they were friends. She photographed him last I think February for Vogue. Okay. Uh, Italian Vogue. Okay. She's also done like Selena Gomez's video for Fetish, her song Fetish. She's photographed Selena. She's kind of this New York it girl and sort of edgy looking when you see photos of her. She's 25. Yes. Mm -hmm. And uh, none of either of Jen, uh, just Jen's friends are surprised by his strain because he just kept taking one project after another, never right. home, and supposedly was telling people in New York that basically he and Jennifer had an arrangement. Oh, where, he was already saying that. Yes, he was without saying telling that. his wife. Right, and all these blind items were out there about right. him. And then about a, about five days before they announced their breakup, Justin and Petra posed together and he posted on Instagram and it's it's the two of them clad in clingy hand painted t shirts mm-hmm. and her hands are kind of resting on the breasts that are hand painted of this like lady on her t shirt. Okay. Okay. That's and, a good spot for your hands to go. And and she Jennifer Aniston apparently just like that was the last straw for okay. her. And then five days later the announcement. And that is pretty shady I, I mean, just because, you know, he, he'd he already been so shady just yep. with his whole behavior. So anyway, he posted that just a few days um, before, before they broke up. Okay. And then today, Selena Gomez unfollowed Petra on Instagram. And, and you they know, were friends. Oh, yeah. You know, the unfollowing on Instagram can just mean it's everything. Well, it's, and, yeah. It tells you a lot of <laughs> gossip. And Selena has talked about what good friends she is with Jennifer Aniston. Exactly. So here's the one thing that happened um, when you were gone, I think, um, when we just found out about the breakup. Oh, you might have been back, but um, Justin Theroux's very first Instagram post. Oh, yeah, was with the puppies. Was with the puppies, but he tagged Selena Selena. Gomez. Which was odd. Very odd. We're like, what's up with that? That. He's 46, she's 23. What's going on? And good friends with his soon-to-be ex-wife. Exactly. Um, Anyway, so uh, Selena has unfollowed Petra. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. And the story is now been picked up by a couple other outlets yes. who are having different sources saying, Oh, yes, this has been going on and off since the photo session for Le Homme Vogue. Yes, oh, I love, it. love the pronunciation. And Selena has been friends with Petra going back to 2015 when mm-hmm. she photographed her for Wonderland magazine, which was sort a of really this popular magazine. edgy, cool yeah. photo shoot. You know, Selena's trying to make some changes with her image. But um, so anyway, this- anyway, Justin's rep... Okay. Just had this to say to the London Evening Standard okay. when they called. Um, this all they said was, "This is false." Oh, okay. This is fantastic. False, and, this you know, is they, false. They didn't say anything other than that, and of course, you know, he's going to deny it. And yeah. uh, um, he also remember when he posted that. Instagram of of he and Petra, then he couldn't be bothered to even do an Instagram for her birthday. Jennifer Aniston. Yeah, well, they were and still he's together. Quiet. He has done things on their anniversary before. Yeah, I know. So that was, uh, anyway. Well, she's I'll, going to Hawaii with 10 of her girlfriends. As she, I love and that I'm she glad has great that friends. she's changing it up and not going to Cabo. Yeah. There's too many memories of Justin <laughs> and his jorts. There. Okay, here's in jorts are so in vogue. I mean, Sharon Stone was out with her jorty boyfriend. They're Casey just, wears jorts. I love my dad. I, everyone used to wear jorts. I mean, they're here. But let's go back to the fact that she's 25. So he met her when she was 24. He was 45. Mm-hmm. She has an interesting look. It's very artsy. She parts her hair down the middle and has a very. She's Canadian. No eyebrows. I I no eyebrows mm-hmm. at all and dark circles under eye and very um, bohemian. Kind. Yeah, very okay, bohemian. Yeah. Yes, that's a great way to to look at it. And so on all levels, I think he is just a man whore and I do not approve on all levels. Yeah. I mean, on all levels, he gets to do what he wants. They're getting divorced. I mean, they're divorced. He gets to do whatever he wants. But the other thing was... He's not wasting a second. No. And you guys may have talked about this, about Olivia Mum having to do a press release to say she is not dating Justin Theroux. So here's what she said. Dear tabloids, please stop matching me with my friend's exes. No disrespect to people who date their friend's exes. That's just not my style. And then she says something else. Okay, yeah. bye or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she wanted everyone to know she's not dating Justin Throw. No, no, and we knew that. We talked about that oh, last week okay. when 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 it when it happened because it was just like, all right, you know, uh, that's that's uh, that's taking your statement like right out loud there, and then yeah. also you know because some people do date their friends' leftovers. And, Which is always a tricky thing to do. And I'm going to add, no matter what age you are, difficult. Very difficult. I know causes... someone who's dealing with that in the teenage years right now yep. with girlfriends, and mm-hmm. it's not okay. And in the adult years, I don't... There's so many other fish. Yeah, I It's agree. better than dating your ex-girlfriend or boyfriend's brother or sister, though. 
Julia, I'm going to give you that one. I'm going to give you that you one. You think about it for a second. I did. I did. Well, I was just like, uh, wait because a second. We've had that conversation with some of our listeners who dated the mom. They went from the daughter to the mom, right. to the aunt, to the sister, to the grandma. I mean, so yeah. other things happen, but I just, that's a girlfriend line. Uh, yeah, yeah, I agree. I think so. so. She, she uh, yeah, Olivia Munn did that last week, but um Anyway, uh, the also the dogs got settled. Oh, you know, goodness. you know that she's yep. going to keep three dogs. He gets to keep the one that's been living in New York. And I keep waiting for Justin's upstairs neighbor to give another juicy interview Update. to the star or something. He's probably stopped remodeling because the money flow has stopped for a little while. He's got a lot in the pipeline. Justin yeah. Justin Thoreau took so many jobs yeah. in the last two years that he was married to Je- Jennifer Aniston. They were married three. Right. And in the very first year, I think, wasn't he filming the second season of The Leftovers in Australia? No, he had, uh, that was just last, oh, or just last I, year. I, the two winters ago. Oh, yeah, okay. that was the second they did him back to back. And the rumor was that he was uh, noshing on the side down under. Yes, if I he can was. Just make it terrible. <laughs> I, yes. Wow, terrible. that's what a wonderful yes. description. Who did we see? Okay, now for some reason while he was noshing, because they did a live orgy. They rented a cruise ship, like a... For An the leftovers, carnival cruise ship. Yes, that makes me want to watch the leftovers. I know it. People said the second season was way better than the first. Yeah. The other thing that we kind of heard and we didn't address yesterday, so I was thinking Australia, Amber Heard, Amber Heard, Justin Theroux. No, Amber Heard, Sean Penn. Yeah, we, yeah, we know did that. Talk about that. Oh, I'm sorry. That. Okay, I didn't know right. that. Yeah, yeah. She's got a thing for she, alpha males with dramatic, quote unquote, dating lifestyles. Histories. Yeah, yeah. Totally. Sean Penn, Elon Musk, Johnny Depp. Yeah. There's a tight. There is. List. All right, listen, we come back. An American, Mar- an American Marriage, Tayari Jones is joining us. Maybe you read her book, Silver Sparrow, but this is... Uh, uh, we Both of us just finished a very wise and compassionate uh, book called An American Marriage. And uh, I think Donnie is trying to, I don't know if he's talking to the author right now. To Tahari? Tayari? Tayari Jones? I don't know. We, he's, he's, he's talking to somebody. I don't know. Well, you know what? Oh, he, he's waving his hand. No, so maybe Tayari is uh, talking to Oprah because this book is an Oprah's book complete. It is. Dick and Oprah and Harbor Productions have optioned it as a it's movie. A movie. It's a great it's a great story. Her story is a great story. She worked on this book for six years and wrote it from three different perspectives. But um are we not gonna get her? I don't I don't know. I know this is like her fourth novel. I did uh-huh. not read Silver Sparrow, which was uh made some different, you know, book lists right. as, as being highly recommended. So this was the first uh that I had heard of Tayari and I know Lori Herzl for the Star Tribune. Yep. Uh, interviewed or uh, reviewed the book and they uh, loved it. And it was so compelling. Well, and it's told, I mean, I love the style. I I listened to, it's kind of interesting because I read the first half and then I wasn't going to be finishing on time. So I downloaded it on an Audible and I listened to the second half. And um, she had two different voices. She had a voice for the male um, Roy and she had a voice for the female Celeste, which doesn't happen. It's usually one voice. Celestial. Celestial. One that just does all the voices. And they were just. Was there a different voice for Andre? Uh I don't think Andre had a different voice. I can't remember. Okay. Um, But it was just, it was unusual because you never have that when you're listening to a book on tape kind of thing. Was the woman who played Celestial in the audio book, Tayari met her. 
saw her in a play and then met her at the reception and asked her, will you Serious? read this voice? Yeah. Oh, it was just lovely. All right. So I, I don't know. Donnie is talking to people. So we're just going to quit talking about yeah. the book in case she does. And we, it, we track her down. She yeah. lives in Brooklyn. She does. But she might be hung up at a crosswalk or trying has, to get out of a cab. Well, tonight she's going to be at Brazos Bookstore, wherever that is. at Brooklyn. seven. Yeah, well, that's where she's going to be tonight, if, yeah. if anyone wants to fly out there. Well, it's a good book, people. It is. It's a good book. It's easy to dance to. We give it a 10. <laughs> All right, moving on. Moving on. Well, that's always fun. All right, yesterday, you know, we were talking about... Um, Madonna doing the uh, movie the about movie. the ballet. Yeah, now today they're calling it uh, her. It's going to be her Angelina Jolie movie. Oh, oh, okay. Like first it was my father that type, or the Angelina yeah. swept away with Brad Pitt. No, no, like the the first one that okay. you said. Mm-hmm. Okay, so just, so just so you know that that's it's a compliment disguised in a what do you call it in a I compliment. don't know. A compliment uh, disguise, okay. No, a uh, disc wrapped in a compliment. Okay. Is really what I took that in. All as, right. You know, but anyway, so. Okay, so we were, we're right. We're really having fun. <laughs> we, were, we were right, though, yesterday when we said Madonna hadn't directed anything since we. Yes. Yeah, so. So um, she's going to be doing that. All I right. know. I was looking for my story about it, and I just couldn't, right. I couldn't find it. Well, according to Deadline, she's been developing this project and been working it on it with um, MGM since 2015 when she acquired the rights to this De Prince memoir. That's taking too long. Uh-huh. <laughs> and she says it's based on the life of Michaela De Prince, a war orphan from Sierra Leone who became a leading ballerina. And her journey, Madonna says, resonated with her, both as an artist and an, as an activist who understands <laughs> adversity. And that sounds good. Uh-huh. She said we have a unique um, opportunity to shed light on Sierra Lo- uh, Leone. I, I, I worry about Madonna and her attention to detail that it's already been, you know, I mean, I just, that was the thing like with We, her movie about Wallace Simpson. Yes. It was so beautiful to yes. look at. The costumes where it was filmed, so much detail. But the story. Not a lot of detail paid to the script. Well, that's the same thing. I think she learned that from her ex-husband, Guy Ritchie. Because he's only had one. We like two of his movies. Fight Club. Fight Club. And then the other one, um, Snatch. With Brad Pitt. Yep. Those were his only two. Otherwise, he goes moseying here and there and everywhere in his <laughs> movies. He does. He balances. I mean, remember Swept Away, the movie that he directed her in initially when they were in love in Italy? Which was a remake of uh, of a previous movie. Like, from here she to eternity or something. She, she looked lovely rolling looked around cute. the sand. She really did. But she had, had a lot of sunscreen. Of her cleavage. She looked great, but so... Sandy cleavage is just something I may never know unless I just take off my top and plant myself face I first. I can't believe you haven't done that yet, Lori. It seems like you've done almost everything else. Why haven't you taken off your top and Why gone face down? Why haven't I had Sandy cleavage? We're going to do these photos next time we're in L.A. Okay. We're going to go to the beach, just get wet, and go... Boobs down. Yep. And take it. And take it and take it. All right. So, um, by the way, Sharon Stone is not engaged to Angelo Bofo. Bofa. She's just wearing a beautiful ring that she bought herself for her 60th birthday. Everyone gets so hung up if you wear a ring on your wedding finger and you're not engaged to marriage. I love wearing rings there because I have rings that fit that finger. You know? 
you've discovered that men love married women. No, that isn't it at all. Because half the people are like, why are you wearing a ring there? And I'm like, because this is such a pretty I've never paid any diamond. attention to what, what hand somebody wears a ring on. I can I, honestly say yeah. that. So anyway, whenever this, uh, she just, she bought herself just a very beautiful ring for her birthday. She's but 60. she is involved with the real estate Italian mogul, Angelo Baffa, which is a great he's, he's last hot. name. Yeah. He's hot. And uh, she just, yeah, she shared her beauty regimen I in the New I York Times. I wish I could do her beauty secrets. It would require no caffeine. Yeah, she, no well, alcohol. She's a big believer in moisturizer. Yeah, no caffeine, no alcohol, no products out of a box, basically. She cuts her own hair. Well, listen to how she does it, because I like this. She lifts it all. She said a French um, stylist taught her she lifts it all up to the top of her head and just snips it, and it layers itself in the right way. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna, not going to do this. I'm going to side-eye <laughs> that and not, I mean... Maybe if your hair is already short, I guess. Maybe. I don't know. I cut my bangs. You're supposed to twirl them in little pieces and then just cut a little bit off the edge if anyone yeah. wants to know how to do that. Yeah, all right, fine. So yeah. anyway, she's just wearing her own gorgeous ring. So everybody just settle down. Settle down. She's not probably going to get married to Angelo She Baffa. just met him this yeah. fall. Yeah. yeah, it's why we're in a good thing. Absolutely. By getting married. She's got all the... Three boys, none of them are, uh, I think there's an elementary, junior high, and mm-hmm. high school. That's a lot of work. That's a lot. She's busy, Lori. Plus, she has that rom- rom-com coming out with the 25-year-old. She looks hot as hell in she that does. with her extensions. I know, Lori. She's, your girl is coming back. She is. I'm so, so glad about that. Can I... Can I just make a comment? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'd like to remind people, I, I met this woman on the phone today, and I bought something over the phone, and I'm going to go pick it up tomorrow, but we're what just did you talking. you buy over the phone? A blazer. Because bl- I, I a- like the one that I bought, and so I just said, do you have the other one in a different color? So just because I wanted to hold it before anyone else got it. Oh, you called the store. I called the store. Got it. What and, is the store? Don't you want to give it a yeah, little? Yeah, is it Evereve? Evereve, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. on Grand and Victoria. Mm-hmm. And so I called him up and I talked to the girl and she said, what's your, you know, Size. email? Email. Oh. No, I gave her everything. And yeah. so what's your email address? And I said, you know, Jacobs, you know, here. Yeah. Oh, oh, you're a radio person. I said, yes, I am. She goes, I'm listening to a lot of podcasts right now. I don't listen to the radio. And I said, well, listen to our podcast. I said, <laughs> podcast on the radio and a podcast. And I just thought it was the funniest thing I'd heard. So if you're into podcasts, you can download us yeah. and take us with you. You have a podcast button on your phone. Just look for us there, Lori and Julia. I finally downloaded our my uh, the podcast app that we have. Yes. I hadn't done that. Oh, really? Well, Julia... You know, yeah, you haven't done it yet. So anyway, and we're on iTunes, so you can find us and take us wherever you want, people. We'd love it if you did. All right, listen. I okay, we're a uh, we, uh, We've we've got Tayari, but uh, let's take the break and then we'll do the rest of the hour with her. Okay, okay. sounds good. We'll be right back. Hey, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us. We are delighted. We have uh, the author, uh, Tayari Jones, with us. And I think this is your fourth book, An American Marriage, which we just loved. It was so incredibly moving. Thank oh, you. thank you so much. Oh, we're, it, glad to, we're glad to talk to you. Uh, um, so, Tayari, ta- give our uh, everyone who's listening a setup of An American Marriage, because we know that you are on your book tour and you can do it way better than we can. 
<laughs> okay. okay. An American Marriage is the story of a young couple, Celestial and Roy, and they have only been married 18 months. You know, she says, my daddy was still paying for the wedding. Like, they are newlyweds. <laughs> right. Yes. When he is arrested for a crime he does not commit. And it's the story of their marriage and the ways that it does and doesn't hold up. And I don't think, do you think it's a spoiler to say that it's a love triangle? I feel like I should. No, no I don't but, think so because we, we meet uh, her friendship with Andre, who she's known since she was a, a, a kid. Child. And I would think even in a couple that had been married, you'd have to be married a long time for someone not to be threatened by a child. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Good friend of the opposite sex, I think. Yes, I mean, they've known each other, these two, since they were two little babies bathing together in the sink. Yeah, I mean, no, uh, any guy or any gal, you would be if it, if it was your partner and it was somebody, you know, and you'd just think, oh, I wonder if they ever... Yep. All right. So, so there's three people involved. Why Celeste, Celestial, and Andre? And what happens? Well, after five years, because Roy is an innocent man, he's released. And when he's released, he has three keys in his pocket. He has the key to his job, but he knows he doesn't have that job. Mm -hmm. He has the key to his car, but where is that car? But he has the key to the house that he shared with his wife. And he thinks if this key can open this door, maybe this key will open that door. It's, so she comes home one day and he's on her couch. Yeah, five years later. It's it's an interesting, I mean, you tackle really big issues, race, loyalty, resilience. and Wrongful incarceration. Wrongful incarceration. And, yeah, all of and, it. And we're reading your essay um, in addition to the book, which we both just loved. And you said, all my life I've lived in a world where men are under siege. When I was a little girl, there was a serial killer in Atlanta. There was all these different experiences. Um, the black experience with men being incarcerated. Um, without justification. Tell everybody kind of, because after reading this, it made me understand more why you wrote this book. Well, you know, I was really looking at, I originally started the book just interested in the wife and this predicament she's in because, Mm -hmm. you know, the story came to me when I overheard a young couple in the mall and I heard the woman say, you know you wouldn't have waited on me for seven years. And I was Mm -hmm. thinking, I didn't know him, I didn't know her, but Mm -hmm. I figured he probably wouldn't have waited on her for seven years. Mm -hmm. But he said, what are you talking about? This wouldn't have happened to you in the first place. And I thought they were both right that, you know, going to prison for a crime you didn't commit, that's probably not going to happen to her. But as a black man, it is something that, you know could happen to him, did happen to him. Mm-hmm. And so how does that change questions of loyalty? Does, is her responsibility to be a good wife, is it greater because she's a black woman and he's a man under siege? Does her desire in life, does it matter? I don't know. And so this is what I was really drawn to trying to sort out is how can we have, how can they have a relationship and what is right and what is fair to everyone involved? That was, in, and I was reading that you, you know, it took you six years to write it. You wrote it once from Celestial's perspective, once from Roy's, and then the sec, the last one was kind of combining their stories together. 
And I think reading it as a woman, you do have all these questions like, would you, you know, after just knowing someone for not that long and, and you don't know when they're ever going to get out and it's how hard long to put can your life on yeah. hold and how it, it impacts and just, you know, even, I mean, to me, I just really, the title is so perfect in American marriage because it, you really do paint the, you know, the beginning and just all the questions they have about, you know, their career and all the sort of stuff, the early stuff you do when you first get married and then their marriage got stopped. But I, I think that, you know, just the whole way that the story is told from the three different characters is also very moving. Well, you know, for me, you know, a lot of the letter, a lot of the book is written in their letters when he's in prison. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I just really felt when I wrote that part, I knew I was onto something because, you know, when you write letters, it's usually even on a small piece of paper. They just have these small pieces of paper to try to make their marriage work. And I thought that I was trying to just show how hard it was, that it wasn't a matter of who's loyal and who's not loyal, mm-hmm. but just how hard it is to be together when you're not together. Yeah. Oh, it's just it's, so. Terry, tell us how yeah. how how did Oprah find your book? Did you know somebody who sent it to her, or your publisher knew because of your other books and Silver Sparrow? You know that they got to send it to Oprah. How'd that happen? Well, I think that what happens is that the people at the Oprah Magazine book selection, okay. they you know they read they get thousands of books every right. year. And the book's editor sends a few things to Oprah, and she sent my book when it was just a stack of paper. It wasn't even bound yet. And I was just driving my car like I always do, and I saw a block call. And I'm a person, I answer block calls because I'm nosy. Okay. And so I said, I said, hello, and the voice on the other side said, hi, this is Oprah. Oh, my God. She called you? <laughs> she just called me up out of the blue. I, love I was it. so Stunned, but I did have the presence of mind to pull over. Okay. Good for you. Oh my God! Safety first. So she read the unbound copy, and what what did she say? Just she loved it, or what did she what, said that she loved it? Okay. That she wanted to use it for her. She says, "I want to use your book for my book club." And she said, "What do you think?" Mm-hmm. And I said, "I'm a Southern girl. I'm from Atlanta." I said, "Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Oh, absolutely." <laughs> and and is it true that is Oprah Harpo? Will they be making a movie or a? Uh, like we're a, working. You are working. We're working on? on it. We're getting, you know, the talent attached and everything. I don't have a lot of experience with that side of things, so I don't know the step by step. But it's it's really exciting, and I know it is in the works. Well, and you're, and of course, you're going to be front and center on the red carpet with Oprah. Oh, what will I wear? You're going to well, wear something, something fantastic, and you're going to wear comfortable shoes, no matter what. <gasps> No matter no. what, no matter <laughs> that's, what. That's I mean, a bridge too far. I can't okay. commit to the comfortable shoes. <laughs> okay, you so, know one of the one mm-hmm. of the other things about your story and and reading it is, um, you know, having the perspective of a man who's um, incarcerated and for no reason, and then what happens to him in there and how he runs into some certain people. I mean, that was pretty fascinating, but the empathy you feel for all the sides, like I'm just peeking at something when Celestial's writing, Ryan says, I never thought I'd say this, but I know you're in pain, but I'm in pain too. I'm living this life out here where my star is rising and I'm too embarrassed to even bring up you that I'm married. Yeah. And I mean, that just kind of hit you hard about what she was trying to do on her own with her own life and then the judgment from her parents and everybody else out there. I felt so much empathy for the characters, for all of them. 
Oh, well, thank you. You know, it was really, really hard for me. I had to make sure that all the characters got a fair shake. I even imagined that they would be reading the book, and I wanted to feel like each of them would say, yes, that's Mm -hmm. what happened. And so there would be no good guy, no bad guy, just three people in love and in trouble trying to figure this out. Yeah. And I also think another really part of the story that... Uh, struck me it was the love that big roy has for his son roy and big roy is like the bonus dad to uh, to roy and i really loved him and i'd be very curious who's going to play big roy in the movie more than anything i just love big roy too i feel like whoever plays that part is going to be you know the kind of actor to be a scene stealer yes absolutely because you know he loves he loves roy even though he's not you know the biological dad and just gets him and it's just you don't often see that perspective portrayed I agree. And it, and I thought it was also important because, you know, we make families for ourselves in different ways. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Roy may not have been raised by his biological father, but he was raised with love. And mm-hmm. I think that's so important that we that many people can fill roles in our life, that it's not just biology. That's right. Yeah, oh, yeah and- that was so, so, so good. Terry, you're just, we're, we want you to come to Minnesota and do a book reading. Is that on your schedule? It's not on my schedule yet. All right, because you so know you're in we, Houston right now. Yeah, you know we read. Houston, yes. We read more than anybody else in the United States. Oh, I know. I love Minneapolis. You do? Okay. Okay, so we have so to. So you're going to come in yeah. studio, and we're going to check out your shoes, and we'll be sure to wear good shoes that day. <laughs> <laughs> so when you, you know, um, we always ask every author that's on, "What's your last favorite book that you've read? What is it?" The last book that I read that I loved is um, called Bluebird, Bluebird by Attica Locke. It's a mystery set in Texas. I read that book on vacation a month ago and absolutely loved that book. It was so good. It was so good. It was so good. And it's about this Texas Ranger and... And it's a mystery, suspense, and yeah, I was... And family I, drama. And family. It's everything you need. Yeah, your book, well, I would think that people would read An American Marriage and Bluebird, Bluebird, uh, and The Great Alone and The Woman in the Window. All you guys belong together. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I was just with um, Kristen Hanna oh. and AJ Finn this weekend. Oh, stop it. They've both been on our show in the last three weeks. Oh, yeah, I have a picture of all three of us together oh, because we were right. numbers one, two, and three on the top. Yes, oh, yes. You have to send that to us. We, um, Terry, we saw that two weeks ago, and Donnie's like, okay, we just had AJ Finn on. Kristen's on. Uh, she was on last week, and then Tayar, and I'm just like, oh my gosh, we are. It, I dubbed February as the new July for great books. It was our trifecta. Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> yeah, no, it. it just your, your book is really, really. We just can't uh, recommend it enough. The Star Tribune, um, whoever reviewed, it, I think it was Lori Herzl. She really loved it, and all the buzz is is uh, definitely worth mm-hmm. it because it just was. You couldn't put it down. Oh well, thank you, thank you so much, and I'm gonna I'm gonna email you that photo. You oh, we are, would oh, we would love it. Because, I love it. Um, okay, so I have another question for and, you. And the book is so, an American marriage. Yes. Okay. Okay, so Oprah calls you on a blocked line. Did she yes. give you her direct line after that? <laughs> no. However, she does call and check on me occasionally, make sure I'm drinking enough water, you know. Yeah. Are you traveling all over and everything? 
Yes. Oh, you yes. got it. And love I just that. got off the um, the cruise. She has a cruise of four times a year. There's a Oprah cruise, and I went on. I just got off one. How was that? And it I, was so amazing. We did book club on the ship, oh. and it was just fantastic. So just think, I get to go out to the pool, and I see everybody laying around, and they're Let's all reading there? the same book. And they're all reading right. American That's Marriage. Awesome. That's amazing. Well, congratulations, Jerry you. Jones, it's a pleasure to have you on with us today. Thank you so much. Thank you. Take care. All right, take care. We've got a couple copies to give, give away, 651-641-1071. Again, an American mar- marriage novel. Just fantastic. We'll be right back.